Hello, hello, I am F and welcome back to Break for F. Uh, so before I start this, I want to say that I have officially, officially opened up my uh, Instagram page. It's called Break for F. You will see uh, probably something else called Break for F with a better graphic design. I want to clarify that I didn't steal this idea. That podcast is actually one that my friend has. Uh, that featured me but uh, quit and <laughs> forgot the password too, so they can't delete it so we agreed it'll just stay there for a bit and we'll ignore it so mine has the same graphic as it has now the other graphic which is made by a dear friend of mine is not mine we ignore it um, so yeah I have an Instagram page and this is officially now on Spotify as well if anyone wants to listen here And if you are listening from Spotify, hello, it's a pleasure to have you. And uh, in this episode, we will talk about finding your place in the world, or rather just going through that teenage, young adult phase, or even later, I don't know. I haven't personally loved it, but who is to say that confusion and uh, just general things go away when you're older? Um... So, finding your place is something that um, has been glorified, in my opinion, in the sense of uh, you watch movies or you hear your parents or anyone else really close to you go, oh yeah, I remember being young and not knowing where I belonged or what I do. But then um, university came along or work came along or whatever and I suddenly knew who I was or I knew uh what this was or what that was and i don't know if it's just me i could just be a very shitty person uh so this could be just me but um i don't know i don't i don't think that i have um i am a very well depending on the day i can be an introvert or extrovert i'm usually an extrovert so uh, i've met a lot of people in my lifetime and i have a lot of um acquaintances or just friends we'll we'll say friends i have a lot of friends um and very few good friends but i never really felt like i belonged regardless of uh, whether it was with the good friends or with the friends or acquaintances or whatever it was i always felt like the outcast of everything even if i was with outcasts do you know how hard it is to be the outcast of outcasts um, I will answer you, it's very, very hard. Um, I remember talking to my therapist about that, being like, uh, see, I never really found a person who could understand me. It's always just me being me. I understood others, but they could never understand me and how I work and how I think. And um, I still remember what he told me. He told me, I was, how old was I then? was underage, but I don't remember how old. And he goes, uh, you see, the reason is you grew up at a young... You, <laughs> you grew up very suddenly. You grew up uh, quicker than you had to. And you were more mature and you could understand things in a way that your peers couldn't. And I always knew that, as cocky as that sounds. But I didn't want to sound like a dickhead. But I never thought that that would be the reason why... 
I could never really relate to my peers in the sense of feel close to them. Because um, I always uh, tried, and I still do, to make good, lasting friendships. Like, um, I'm supportive, whatever. I'm a ride or die person in that sense. Like, if I know that you'll reciprocate my emotions, if I know that you'll match my energy, I will do anything and everything for you. Genuinely, you'll kill someone and I'll have the body type of thing. Um, so I've always said this problem, <laughs> regardless of how many friends I've met and groups, I've not necessarily changed because it's not that I go from one to the other, it's that I have multiple ones and I just, depending on who invites me where or who I feel like hanging out with, I go. Uh, so I was like, yeah, college, university, I don't go to college, I go to university. <laughs> That will change, right? That will be different. I will be new me, better me. I will belong somewhere. Um, I don't. I can assure you, I do not. And uh, as it seems, I spoke too early on one of my previous uh, episodes about uh, friends. I will elaborate sooner or later. Probably in this episode, whatever. So... These are my personal observations because um, when you have everyone but no one at the same time, you get really good at observing other people and observing what you're meant to do. So um, step one is finding yourself, right? It's um, sitting alone at home, thinking of uh, why am I not content with my life or why do I not find people that I match with or why this, why that? You go through that initial phase of confusion and uh, I, I would like to say apathy but I'd rather say sadness or numbness even for some, not apathy necessarily. And then um, after you kind of uh, get through that phase you go into the okay who am I? Because in reality, to know what you want, you need to know who you are. And that is very hard because we all go, oh, yeah, I know who I am. But do you really? Like, if you take away all the influence that the internet has had on you or your family or friends or your environment in general, who are you as an individual? When you take other people's opinions and influences away, what is that you desire? What is it that you like? And... Um, I had the opportunity to learn that on a very <laughs> at a very young age, uh, where I just um, I realized I was a very bad person. Uh, it sucks to say, but it's true. I was really, really bad person. So what I did is I was like, okay, I I don't want to be like that, and I don't want to treat people in a mean way because when they treat me bad, I don't like it. So I cut myself off from them and I just stayed at home for two years or one year was one year. <laughs> and I just was like, okay, how can I make myself better? And I realized that, you know, if someone hurts me, there's no reason for me to hurt them back. Um, unless they deserve it, which I usually don't do. I'm not the revenge type. I really am not because 
I don't bother with people. But that's something I learned later on. So I was like, okay, I'll change my attitude. I'll change how I think because this is very rude of me. Uh, and then I was like, okay, you, what do you like? And I found out that I really enjoy music. I never knew that I enjoyed it that much, but um, it's sort of my safe haven. It's where I go to feel happy, you know? And uh, there isn't a genre necessarily that uh, resonates with me more than the other, with an exception of, and I know this will sound weird, punk music. And the reason for that is, I don't know if I've mentioned this before, uh, pardon me if I have the ADHD is really just working its magic right now. <laughs> I was um, raised on rock and metal and a bit of punk. So I already had a fondness for the music and when I realised the idea was behind punk and the music, I was like, yes, this is my happy place. This is who I want to be. And uh, I'd like to think that's who I am. So uh, with music being down, I had like a huge influence in my life. I was like, yep, this is it. This is just me, 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 me. I was like, what else do I like? And I went through so many hobbies, so many hobbies, I'm not even kidding you. And I realized that I love traveling. I knew that from when I was a kid, because there's so many travel shows and I remember watching them and being like, how cool is it traveling to these countries and seeing their cultures and food and all these different people. And um, from that age on, uh, it's always been the dream. And I'm quite good at learning foreign languages. Uh, if you couldn't tell, English is in my mother tongue. So it was very easy for me to learn English. And I know a bit of Spanish. I do what I can. And, like, just some bits of obs from other languages. And it brings me a lot of joy to learn. Because you connect with people and you see other parts of the world and you realise how they think and whatever. I also realised that I love learning. Which sounds so dorky, I know, it sounds so stupid. But I do actually love learning. Um, not something specifically, but rather a lot of things. Uh, I love geography. I love learning about paintings and uh, art culture. I love learning about books and mysteries. I love uh, just learning. I love learning about maths and science and chemistry, which is uh, kind of odd for me because I never did well in school because I couldn't. Well, I had good grades, uh, but that's because I was. I mean, not stupid, <laughs> that's how I call it, but I could never really pay attention due to my ADHD. So when I was home and I was watching YouTube videos and someone explained to me the Fibonacci sequence and I actually understood it and it made sense to me, I was like, wow, that's really cool. But they did it in a way that could captivate my um, focus. And, uh, you know, after a year, I had realised my likes and dislikes and who I am as an individual. I still had a lot to do and I had a lot of uh, influence from 
celebrities, which is something that I don't advocate for. It's something you should never do. But um, it's not that I necessarily idolize them. It's just that I took um, mantras from them. You know, you have this one singer saying, be lovely and kind and nice to everyone. And then you have this other one saying, like, don't take bullshit from other people, you know, be your own boss or whatever. And you give it to a young child, if I was a teen, whatever, a young teen. And suddenly you change their perception and you made them think that, hey, I am the priority of my life. Sure, I, I want others to be well, but if I'm not doing well, I don't care. Because I am the priority of my life and you will come second to that. So you find your your self and then automatically you well not automatically but you get the point you are ready to go out and just you know find people like you uh but you also have to come to terms with the fact that not everyone is gonna like you and that not everyone is meant to have like thousands of friends or just know a lot of people or whatever which is also perfectly fine Ah, but I I am aware that it is hard when you see all these uh, people posting about their huge friend groups or how much fun they're having or all these things they're doing. But in reality, majority of people only have a few good friends and then maybe an outer circle of people they can have fun with. But um, in my humble personal experience, only trust people that give off that vibe. <laughs> Trust your gut is what I'm trying to say. Personally, my gut has been quite good. A bit bad lately, but uh, in general, satisfactory, I'd say. <laughs> so yeah, you have to realize that sometimes you're gonna try your hardest and be the nicest person you can and bend and break for the other person and they're still not gonna want to be your friend or something or significant other or whatever you want and that's okay because not everyone's meant to be with everyone uh that also does go to dating a hundred percent because um again i don't remember if i've said this but i have quite a high uh perception of myself i oh yeah i, I have said that i consider myself attractive other people consider me attractive too but i consider me attractive and i also consider myself of above average intelligence it doesn't need to be way above but it is in my again opinion but i'm still aware of the fact that you know a lot of guys or girls majority rather is not interested in me because uh, i'm not the type a lot of uh, people aren't attracted to independent uh, more i have sort of a masculine energy to me because that's what I like, simply put. And I'm aware that that's something that not a lot of people like. And I respect it, and it's their choice, and I don't really mind. So, although I think I'm attractive, a lot of people don't. But that that doesn't change the fact that I am attractive. You know? I'm coming to terms with the fact that you don't like me, but that doesn't mean that I'm not likeable. If you get my point. You know, like... Yes, you look good, but I look good too. And I'm not planning on 
changing my mentality or whatever just because you said so you know <laughs> moving back to the the friends thing and coming back to the thing i said uh, that i will mention later on getting betrayed <laughs> um i <laughs> when you make friends rather a lot of them or when it's in the beginning of the friendship and you still don't know where you stand it's very possible that you will get betrayed and it sucks in a way but yeah c'est la vie you know it has to happen so uh i specifically as i mentioned previously i'm not a person that has revenge not because i can't but rather because i don't care enough in the sense of i'm gonna be nice to you and i'm gonna fuck with you the moment you do something stupid I'm going to give you a second chance if you deserve it. And if that's gone too, you're out of my life and I won't ever think back, you know. Like, I've left behind friends of decades and whatever. And I was like, cool, yeah, out of my life. You're not good for me. And I'm not planning on risking my mental health for you. So what happened is um, <laughs> one of the people from my friend group that I had mentioned in I think my first episode made a group chat without me and he goes okay that's cool it's not big of a, not that much that big of a deal right the fact that he made it made it unnecessary for me like I didn't even need to bother about it um but then I was told by a friend that you know he added me and him and her and her and i was like okay that's cool and i was like okay he added some people but not everyone and then he goes oh no he added everyone except you and um that's not necessarily what her what her is the fact that in that group chat i considered two of those people to be trustworthy friends and they told me nothing absolutely nothing they one of them actually even fucking lied to me even though i knew <laughs> um so you know i realized that sometimes you shouldn't put your eggs in one basket and uh but there's a reason behind that saying but that's that's okay because um being human comes with betrayal and I'm fine with getting betrayed. I'm fine with uh, getting broken up with or getting ditched. As long as I know that I haven't necessarily done anything to earn it. You know? I've been... I'd like to think, okay, I don't. Maybe in their eyes, I'm the villain. Because you're never really the villain in your story, are you? Maybe I am the villain in their story. I'm not. I can't fucking ask necessarily, like, at this point, can I? But, say I am. Maybe I deserved it. But, in my eyes, I didn't. And that's cool. As long as I'm not the villain in my head. And I'd like to think that I'm looking at this objectively. It's cool. It's genuinely cool. Like, <laughs> not much I can do about it, is there? beyond like beyond just accepting it and moving on because who fucking cares it, it, it's gonna hurt some people definitely personally me not really because um 
I'd like to think of myself as kind of a people person, but kind of not, which uh, sounds very confusing, but what it means is that I have faith in people. I believe that I will find great friends, and I believe that I will find a good partner. I'm not quite aware of if I belong ever or not. That is one thing that keeps me up at night, not gonna lie. But I get that, you know, uh, people are good. Like, humans aren't inherently bad, in my personal opinion. So to me, this felt like just um, a wrong personal choice, rather than people being evil or cruel or whatever. It wasn't really a, a smooth move on their end, but, you know, it is what it is. So moving on from that point, um, after a betrayal or after disappointment or however else you might uh, like to take it out on yourself, it could be grief, it could, it usually is actually, because they might not be dead but a lot of times it feels like they, they are gone so it feels like they are. And your mind a lot of times goes into grieving mode. So after that needs to come change. Change in the sense of you need to go back and find who you are again. That doesn't need to be very specific. But you need to know what you like and who you are and what you stand for. Just uh, going back on your thoughts and realizing that this may have been your fault and if it is just realizing what it is and fixing it and if it isn't your fault just i don't know coming to terms with the fact that it isn't your fault because it it's really easy to have like a um survivor's guilt that's not the proper terminology because that's for dead people but it's very easy to just uh kind of blame yourself for what has happened instead of being like, no, 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 I'm not too full for this, this is definitely not on my end, this is you. And I know that, and I believe that, so I'm gonna keep being me, I'm gonna be happy, and I'm gonna ignore everything about you, and just uh, move on with my life without blaming myself. And uh, that comes with um, our last topic of the day, trial and error. Trial and error both in mentality in the sense of I'm gonna try this and try to be better and if it doesn't work I'm gonna try again I'm gonna try and see what works for me as an individual but also in friendships trial and error is so important because you never ever ever know like what a person's gonna be like because a lot of times people don't show the true colors do they so you need to stand back and uh, realize is this the person I want to be with as a friend? You meet them and you hang out for a few months and then you're like, oh, you're not necessarily what I expected. And it's perfectly fine to stop friendships or relationships or whatever just because you suddenly don't like that person as long as you do it in a nice way because, you know, people have feelings. Um, so as long as you're considerate, it's perfectly fine in my humble opinion and uh, I, as an individual, have uh, changed a few friends because uh, they weren't necessarily good for me in the sense of uh, they c 
could I am not okay I'm not the easiest person to get along with not because I am judgmental but because I have a very odd sense of humor like I'm incredibly sarcastic and I have adopted a real I don't care mentality I'm very nonchalant in a way and majority of people cannot handle that uh, and or hate it but they don't want to admit that they don't want to admit that they can't handle a personality like mine so they will be cool with my sarcasm for the first like one two months me being purely like like I'm just making jokes without realizing that they may be hurting them because I usually say hey if my jokes are a bit too much for you if you don't answer my sarcasm let me know and I'll turn it down and no one does it because they go no I'm not going to be that person that can't handle it and then they are and instead of talking to me about it they start arguing and bitching about it and whatever so the I have had to drop them because if you can't handle my personality and instead of talking to me about it you just argue and just whine I'm not gonna want to have that in my life that's not something I want so I'm gonna like bitch the fuck out of you honestly there's there's no point in staying friends with people that don't match your personality or that couldn't slash don't want you so i did what i had to do and i you know moved on from my life as should you in my very humble opinion if you can hear that's a motorcycle outside how loud is that jesus christ have some respect anyways um yeah uh you might have some real friends that you made from a young age or school or university whatever but in reality most friends aren't going to come that easy and you know you're gonna meet a lot of people before you find some that you can really just relate to and no i wouldn't say respect that's the wrong word just be cool with you know and uh don't feel bad if you need uh, to change friends and don't feel bad if your friends think that you don't fit if they're mean about it you're you're allowed to feel sad obviously always but uh never blame yourself for something never blame yourself for putting your mental and physical health as a priority even before like family and friends and whatever so uh you know as I said in the beginning, middle and end, you always come first. So you always need to keep that in mind. And uh, that is how we're going to close our topic. Um, a little note, I'm aware that the audio for this has been all over the place. I am still wearing my, I'm still using my uh, headphone mic. But also, uh, during the 20 minute mark of this, my family came home and uh all three of them together was oh, and they uh have opened the is it a dehydrator is it is that what it's called wait no dehumidifier is what i meant is is that what it is i still don't no one ever corrected me so i'm not quite sure so you can hear that since like 22 minutes i think in and at some point you may be able to hear the light switches being opened because uh, apparently there's no soundproofing in this fucking thing. thing uh, my house, in this fucking house, is what I meant to say. Um, I hope it's still 
good enough to be audible and enjoyable, although that is debatable for all my episodes. But yeah, this has been uh, my third consecutive episode. I am very proud of myself for actually keeping a steady schedule and posting things. So uh, if you like this, you are uh, feel free to you know uh, follow my podcast on Spotify and uh, follow me on my Instagram page if you would be so kind and you could always leave comments and you know talk about what you like what you don't like what you want to hear I also yes I am promoting hate against me because uh, in a way <laughs> that is uh, one more comment I guess. But yeah, if you genuinely enjoyed this, uh, thank you. And I genuinely hope, I need to stop saying genuinely. I really hope you, this has helped in a way, even in the teeniest, tiniest way. And uh, yeah, happy holidays to everyone. Uh, Thank you and good night. It's not night, but whatever time it is where you are.